Buonasera! My name is Marcello. I am a tour leader with Explore. Ciao! Come, follow me. Behind this 200 year old gate is the best view of one of Rome's finest fountains. Ah, oh, bellissima! Look at the Renaissance detail, the sunlight in the bronze! Not everyone knows about Turtle Fountain, but you will if you explore. Search explore.co.uk and don't just travel, explore. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids. So I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning, just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back, and who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm going to be talking about all sorts of things from my general wonderings to my words of wisdom about life. Take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts. Whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So, without further ado, here we go. Hello and welcome back to my Saturday mini-sode. Now, I've got a bit of a cold and a cough, so excuse me if I sound more like a bloke than usual. Um, But anyway, today I'm going to talk about something that we could all use more of in our lives, and that is A-W-E, awe. You know, feeling awe at this world and nature and music and animals and people and gravity and planet Earth and the universe, just anything really. Because awe is one of those things that we don't tap into enough. And it turns out that awe is not only good for our mental health, but it's even good for our physical health. So I was listening to a podcast the other day with a guy called Michael Amster, who, along with another guy called Jake Eagle, has written a book called The Power of Awe, which is all about the mind-altering power of awe to improve how you perceive your life. And it really got me thinking, so I thought I would do a mini-sode on it, because as it transpires, there are many benefits to cultivating more awe in your life. And who the hell doesn't want to feel more orgasmic? Annoyingly, I didn't coin that phrase. I heard it on this podcast. But anyway, I feel like I'm quite lucky in this respect. And actually, this podcast really kind of validated a part of my character that people have often taken the piss out of. Um, I've always been really over-enthusiastic about things and I get really excited about, you know, a new song that I've discovered or how delicious something tastes or whatever it is. But it's always been a part of my personality that I've kind of felt I should try and tone down and have done on many, many occasions, which is hard because I get overexcited about things just naturally. And as I've got older, I've realized that it's actually one of my best qualities, that sort of childlike wonder and awe. Um, You know, I'll get overexcited at the sight of a rainbow or an amazing sunset or sunrise, or if the river is looking particularly beautiful. And there have definitely been many, many moments of my in my life where I've expressed awe and it's it's been met with a kind of piss taking, basically. But 
it turns out that awe is really bloody good for you. So screw what other people think. I'm going to carry on getting overexcited and overenthusiastic and finding awe in you know, the small things in life. So anyway, these two guys, um, Michael Amster and Jake Eagle, have come up with something called the awe method, which has been clinically tested and proven to decrease stress, anxiety and depression and improve overall well-being, connectedness, generosity and happiness. And the awe method involves basically pausing and fully taking in and appreciating what you are sensing with your sight, your sound, touch, taste, smell, and your imagination. So firstly, what does it mean to be in awe? Well, it's it's scientifically defined as an emotion that has two aspects to it. There's a sense of vastness, um, like it can feel vast in terms of something external, like in my case, Monument Valley, which is like my favorite place in the world, or, you know, the Himalayas. Um, Or it can be a sense of vastness within ourselves in that it makes our sense of self feel bigger and more expansive. And that is called cognitive accommodation. In other words, when we have a moment where we feel awe, it shifts our perception of reality. So that could be, you know, thinking about the universe, the fact that we're all standing on a freaking spinning ball in space, or, you know, what it must be like to be in space and to be able to see planet Earth and, you know, things like that, that really shift our perception of reality. And also one other thing that I heard on this podcast, and I think is really interesting to think about, is that we are actually wired to feel awe. We are wired to feel the emotion of awe. So the idea is for us to tap into it more and more. It's an emotion that is part of our physiology. And according to the research of these two guys, it's one of the most important emotions to feel because it is related to our mental, emotional and physical health. Now, there are three types of awe. The first one is called sensorial awe, which is awe of the senses like watching amazing sunset or looking at an amazing view or you could listen to a song that makes you feel incredible. And my God, this is something that I do on a regular basis because I have such a passion for music and music can just take me into this amazing state. When I listen to a song that I really fucking love, it just, it's just, there's nothing like it. Nothing can get me feeling like that. It is incredible. Um, Anyway, so that is sensorial awe. Then the second type of awe is interconnected awe, which is the awe that we have with other sentient beings like an amazing moment with a friend or your niece or or an amazing moment where you catch a stranger's eye when you when you both experience something amazing so you know if you were at an eagles gig and the piano from desperado comes on and everyone goes quiet and don henley starts singing and oh my gosh i've got goosebumps just thinking about it but you know you might catch the eye of a stranger in that moment and that would be interconnected or Or I might look at Johnny Depp, my cat, and just be like, wow, 
you are the most divine creature on the entire planet, because to me, he is. Um, The third type of awe is called conceptual awe. So an example of that could be like I mentioned earlier, you know, thinking about the universe or just thinking about, you know, the freaking sun or the stars or looking up on a clear night and just really looking at the stars and being like, wow, there are millions of stars up there. I mean, it's it's mental. You know, I sometimes look at, say, the moon and just go, oh my God, especially when you, you know, and it's particularly big for some reason. And, and I'll sometimes think about how the earth is actually spinning. Like, isn't that wild? Um, you know, these things can just really blow our minds. And you could also think of a concept like FaceTime. Like, how the hell can we see someone on the screen when they're thousands of miles away? Like, how is that possible? We can do a Zoom call and have 20 people on the screen from every corner of the globe and we can all see each other. Like, what? How is that possible? So that would be conceptual awe. And there has been a lot of research on awe in the last 20 years. And there's been research done at UC Berkeley, which found that using this awe method you know, in ordinary moments that we can access at any time. There was a study of over 500 participants and it found a 35% reduction in depression through practicing awe on a daily basis. That's a 35% reduction in depression through cultivating a practice where you find awe just a few times every day for a few seconds. Is that not pretty huge? Seriously. So this mindfulness practice that Michael Amster and Jake Eagle have come up with has been found to be hugely powerful and you can do it anytime, anywhere. And it's really quick, like I say, you can do it in seconds. So basically we can have an orgasmic moment whenever the frick we want. And it only takes literally five to 15 seconds to do this practice. And the more times we do it during the day, the more we'll just do it automatically. In the research, they had people do this practice for 21 days, three times a day for 15 seconds. And they found in that time that people started to experience spontaneous orgasms, sorry, yes, spontaneous moments of awe, just because they've been practicing it for 21 days. And this is very similar, I think, to the way that that I've trained myself to have a more positive mindset. Like, I've actually taught myself how to cultivate positivity without really having to think about it because I've been practicing it for so long that where my mind would once have, you know, assumed the worst or gone to the negative, it now automatically, a lot of the time, goes to something more positive. Also, when a thought comes into my mind like, oh my God, why are you such a fuckwit when I've, you know, done something stupid? My brain will now automatically go, hang on a minute, you're not a fuckwit. Don't talk to yourself like that. And so the reason I'm telling you this is that all of these things take practice to become habitual. But when they do, they make a huge difference to your life. So anyway, the all method has three steps. So simple. And they they actually use the word or itself as an acronym for the three steps. So the letter A stands for attention. 
So first of all, we need to really bring our full attention to something that we value or something that we appreciate or something that we find amazing. So for example, if I look out of my window as I record this podcast, I can see a couple of huge, you know, amazing trees. And the idea is that I bring my attention to them and fully sort of focus on them. Or I could bring my attention to a memory of someone I love or Johnny or, you know, the way that I just turn a little knob on my cooker and it heats up. How the hell does it do that? So, yes, you you first of all have to bring your attention to something. That is the first step. Then the W of awe stands for wait, which means you just have to wait and focus on that thing and just allow the feelings of awe to come up and really sort of soak them in. Then the E stands for stands for two things, exhale and expand. So if we take a long exhale out whilst we're looking at the thing in question or thinking about the thing in question, that stimulates your vagus nerve, which is a part of your nervous system, which causes lots of beneficial things to occur, such as slowing down your heart rate and making you feel safe and various other things. Um, And the E also stands for expand. So you've got to let the feeling really expand within you. You know, you might smile or you might get goosebumps, but you've got to allow the feeling to expand throughout your kind of being. So it's literally those three steps that you need to do to have an orgasmic moment. It's so, so simple and it's so, so quick. You only need to do it for 15 seconds and you can do this several times a day. Now, I always set myself reminders on my phone for all of these kinds of practices. Otherwise, I just forget. So literally, just set some reminders in your phone, you know, three reminders every day to find awe in something for just 15 seconds. You could do it while you're walking to work. You could do it while you're eating your delicious breakfast and be like, oh my God, how amazing does this taste? Um... And I know these kinds of things can sometimes feel a bit ridiculous, but part of the reason why people don't get the benefits of these kinds of practices is that they don't give them enough of a chance. It's the same with something like meditation. But if you want to feel better in your life, then you've got to really try these things properly. You've got to give them a chance. You can't do it for two days and then give up because it's not working. Just give it a chance because the more you practice it, the better you'll get. And you'll find things that make you feel awe without having to so intentionally look for them. You know, you'll get into the habit of finding things awesome. And this is going to raise your vibration. It's going to make you feel good and actually benefit your emotional and physical health. But you've got to be present for it. Because we can always find awe in the present moment. It's just about becoming more conscious. So many of the things that I talk about when it comes to growth and self-love and all of that stuff, so many of them relate to becoming more conscious. We've got to get out of the program. We've got to stop living in an unconscious way, which is what most of us do most of the time. 
So I'm going to give you a few examples of ways that I practice finding more awe in my life. Here are a few orgasmic moments I can easily cultivate in my own life, and you can too. Like, I know I'm always talking about my cat, but he's pretty awesome. And sometimes, and this is even before I listen to this podcast, but sometimes I will just stare at Johnny because he is just so gorgeous and amazing. Like, his markings are incredible. And I just sometimes look at him and think, my God, how did this little being sort of come into existence? And he's kind of walking around the planet, just being amazing. How how did this happen? And, you know, sometimes he'll be like, just, I don't know, licking himself as cats do. Or I'll watch him like prowling around outside because there's a squirrel or something that he's chasing. Or the way he sometimes jumps so insanely high when I play with him using this toy that he loves. And he and he literally like leaps into the air to try and catch this mouse at the end of the string. And it's amazing how high he jumps. It really is. So, yeah, you know, I can absolutely find awe just by spending t- some time hanging out with my cats. Another example, say when I'm walking along the river, I will find awe and amazement in, you know, like the ducks and the herons and all of the wildlife. And I actually really love taking photos, especially of nature. So I think that's a really good way of cultivating awe. Because when you stop and look around to get a lovely photo, you're forced to really be in the moment and notice the things around you, which can be so easy to miss. I mean, I think so many of us just don't notice the amazing things in nature. Like when I walk to work at seven o'clock in the morning, the first thing I do when I walk out the door is I look up at the sky to see what it's doing, to see if there's an amazing sunrise. And I have to say that if you want more awe in your life, getting up really early and getting outside, you will definitely find awe there. One of the things I love most about getting up and out for a walk early is that the world is still sleeping. And so it's just me and, you know, the birds tweeting and it's incredible. It, It really is. And I know that this has such a positive effect on how I feel. It really does. So if we just start taking more notice of the nature around us at any given time, we can lean into more awe in our lives. And another thing, actually, that these guys have found in their research is that awe can help loneliness. Studies were done during COVID when people were, you know, living on their own during the pandemic. And when people were practicing more awe, they experienced less loneliness. Isn't that crazy and really, really interesting? And this is apparently because when you're feeling awe, you're actually connecting to something that is greater than yourself. So it takes you out of your ego mind and into something bigger. So you feel more connected to something bigger than yourself and subsequently less lonely. I just think that is amazing. So basically, we need to train our minds to see possibility and wonder and beauty and all of those things that we've all become so disconnected from because of the nature of the world that we live in. But all of those things are available to us and it's up to us to find them and notice them. 
If we're not intentional about where we place our focus, then our brains are always going to go to the negative. It's just what the human monkey mind does. So the fabulous thing is that the more you pay attention to all the amazingness in the world, like, you know, a bird just casually flying across the sky, when you start to tune into those things then your mind starts doing the work for you and automatically starts finding more things to bring you awe. Like I've said on this podcast and so many times to my coaching clients, focus equals feeling. So we have to be more intentional about where we choose to place our focus. And it is a practice that takes some time. The world we live in does not lend itself to moments of awe because we're all too busy being distracted by a load of stuff that is completely awe-less. We've kind of lost our ability to find and feel awe-inspired and we don't take the time for it, despite the fact that we could pretty much find something orgasmic in any given moment. So that's what we need to do. Let's all make a real effort to have as many orgasmic moments a day as we possibly can, because if we can get into the habit of looking for things to feel awe about, we're going to automatically start finding more things to feel awe about. And if you want to find out more about Jake Eagle and Michael Amster, go and check out their website, which is called thepowerofawe.com and their book, The Power of Awe. Okay, that's it from me. Have a fabulous weekend. I hope this has been interesting or useful or valuable in some way. And remember that you are awesome. See you Tuesday.